Hello, John. Hello, John. Hello, John. And welcome to A Star to Steer Her By. 10 forward number 24. What? Jurassic Park. Hell yeah. I think we're all doing different songs. Damn it. Well, it's the same song, but like different parts. It's, yeah. Yes, today we are here to mostly discuss the original Jurassic Park. Jurassic World Dominion in theaters now. Yeah, yeah. Shameless SEO tie-in buggery boo. You just came back from the theater. Jake yeah. gave you COVID. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's Jurassic Park. You know it. And if you don't, I don't know, go fucking watch. We're going to summarize that whole... You know how it is. Fucking guy finds amber, makes dinosaurs, life finds a way, survival horror. Cool, who are you? Oh, right. Uh, I'm Chris, and joining me today are... Miss DNA Ames. <sighs> I'm so jealous. Uh, what kind of dinosaur are you, Caitlin? <laughs> Ankylosaurus. Good one. <laughs> Look, Dachshund! Dachshund! We got Dachshund here! <laughs> See? Nobody cares! <laughs> and that's nice Jake. Hat. But, I, they, but they're that gonna. One, that was a good hat. I, I learned today that his name is Dodgson. Yeah, like, apparently. Because he's, he's, in, he's in the new movie she, cast yeah. with a different actor because apparently the original Dodgson is a pedophile. Yeah, Or the actor. To... Dodgson himself, we have no proof one way I mean, or the other. I wouldn't put it past him because that guy's a creeper. But yeah, yeah. So uh, we didn't actually discuss how we're going to do this. What are we going to do here? What well, we always do, Chris, explore Dinosaur Park. <laughs> why didn't she want to talk about the summary of the movie? Because we don't, don't we, I don't feel like we usually summarize We usually give a, a two sentence summary, Chris. Yeah. There's dinosaurs. They get they out. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Here's my, here's my, my brief summary of the film. Love it already. An insurance inspection goes horribly wrong. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I haven't actually seen this in a very long time. Really? See, I, I rewatched it. And here's a here's another sh absolutely shameless plug, because I rewatched it when we were doing our fanfics in mm. Deep Space Nine time, because, you know, normally we're a Star Trek podcast. Who knew? And I wrote my fanfic Jurassic Quark. That's uh, right. Link links below, uh, which I'm still in. It might be my the, the fanfic that I'm most proud of just because I crammed in a lot of Jurassic Park references. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, it's fucking great i loved one, it one thing i completely forgot about was ian malcolm's terrible medallion oh i didn't even notice yeah i was he, so he, distracted by the chest thing is, well that thing is he loses it sometime when he gets injured so i think Damn that's why it. we forget it's there because it's not there for the like i've been injured sexy lean oh yeah pulling his best james kirk oh a dinosaur blew my shirt <laughs> open Ooh, i but loved yeah, it i loved yeah, it so much all the earlier <laughs> scenes he has this horrible silver medallion with a huge turquoise stone and he also actually has a big silver ring with like an eagle shitting a turquoise it's <laughs> it's really terrible i'm glad he somehow like i get how he lost the 
necklace in the in the like kerfuffle. I'm not sure how he lost the ring, but I'm grateful. Um, a dinosaur was kissing his hand as mm. well. They should because right, I right. I'm such a fan of Ian Malcolm and you know of course Jeff Goldblum in general. I remember little little Ames when this movie came out 500 years ago. You know when did the dinosaurs exist? 65 millions, million years ago. Millions of years ago. Little Ames having a crush on Ian Malcolm. Same. Did did anyone not like? I bet Jake did. I I have no strong feelings one way or the other. Uh I loved him. I, I thought, like, he, uh, I was torn, like, I thought Ian Malcolm was super cool, but I also really liked Alan's hat. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Alan definitely has a uh, has hat game going on. Yeah. Although, I mean, he yeah. did kind of lift it from Indiana Jones. Kind of, sort of. Indiana also, Bones, am I right? I feel like nah. every movie, of the other two movies in which we see Alan Grant, he and he's got hat. Both movies have a oh, you almost lost your hat, but your hat, but we, but your hat was saved. Kind of Indiana Jones nudge. Yeah, I was, wonder. I wonder how much of that is like in the newer movies. I wonder how much of that is sort of a nod to Spielberg. May, yeah, oh, almost yeah. certainly. Because in this one, he loses it and it's just gone. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you'll be gratified to know that in Jurassic World Dominion, the hat is saved. Oh, thank God. Uh, almost eaten by a Dimetrodon. That's a fun word. It's a good. It's a, it's not a dino either. A dimetrodon isn't a dino. It's a it's an ancient lizard. Was it that one that was the last known link between cold and warm blooded animals from Voyager? Or oh no, that thing, the Itrops. No, that thing's that's cold. right. Yeah, yes, yeah. that's this what I forgot. The thing to mention, that has but... that big, colorful spine on its back. Yeah, he's got that big, big, big okay, frill. That, that, that boy. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him. He's but yes, we are doing real punker. That guy. We are doing this because, of punker. course, last week we covered. Uh, distant origin yeah and it's so good to see the voth in this movie traveling <laughs> in their herd ships yes yes oh. oh man if the voth had showed up and seen what was happening they'd be pretty pissed why because of the capitalism of it all well, yeah and you know we're we're enslaving their uh their ancestors and uh that's it not is great it's pretty wild that john hammond has like a full gift shop full of his own shit before he has locks on the doors mm. yeah well so here's the thing right so the reason why malcolm is there like the whole okay so the whole expedition in the first place is an insurance inspection because yeah. the insurance company isn't confident that the park is safe i don't think any of these people that they invited are, are good at making these inspections well i mean so that was sort of why malcolm was there right because his whole uh, his thing is that he can is model... malcolm checking for locks on doors no 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 okay but he's, but he's he's there to advise on the possible unpredictable or unforeseen uh outcomes of this guys let's be real though the lawyer is the one that went in deep for a real inside look After he gets eaten off the shitter by a T-Rex. Fuck, no, you know what? That's it. That's it. I'm calling it. We're not going to do any better than that. This has been a star to steer her by. No, I have so many more pages of notes. Um, (laughs) But yeah, yeah, you'd think that like somebody on this would have been on the technical side of things, like making sure, like auditing the code that Nedry wrote. Listen, listen. Obviously full of backdoors. We spared no expense while also sparing a whole lot of expense. I mean, okay. we certainly spared expense on Nedry. So here's the thing. Sure. Here's the thing. Because I always, we all make that joke I was I complaining about that today as well. But I noticed something in here that I never noticed before, which is Nedry mentions that he made a bid. 
So yeah. like if he's getting underpaid, it's kind of his own fault. It sounds like he can leave. Yeah. yeah, but but maybe that's Hammond's fault for going with the lowest bidder. I, mean, I think it's also Nedry. I I think I, I referenced or I heard somewhere that Nedry didn't know quite what the scope of this project was going to be when he made that bid, that it wasn't communicated well enough for him to have made a bid that would have been more accurate. Mm. And that's why he made the lower bid. Is that like in the novel or? I don't remember where I heard that. It might, have been, on, it might have been on Mr. Sunday Movies. Can mm. we be real? Even if he knew the full scope of the project, being that it, nothing like it has ever existed before, yeah. how could you even begin to make a bid? Well, they probably said it was for like a security system for a zoological park without getting into specifics. I mean, for that matter, and, and you know, spoilers for the other movies a little bit. Nedry's like the only guy at his job on this pl- on this island. True. We kind of I don't quite know what Sam Jackson's job was other than to suck down cigarettes by the minute. <laughs> Smoking um, a lot, making quippy things and swearing at computer programs. Basically, hold on to your butts. And hold on to your butts. We, we can't, whole... Sam. They're in your mouth. Hey. Oh, that's good. That's two. Yeah, but you know, so we see. We have a whole lab full of scientists oh, yeah, so making many. the spectacle of science. But, but only we have... one of them had a name. <laughs> but, what, wait, wait, hold on. Were those figures autoerotic or? Oh, my, oh God. my God. I literally that never joke. noticed that fucking terrible fucking, joke before. I fucking love that joke. I Jake's think that favorite joke, line. Well, it, favorite it gave me a boner, frankly. I, it's, uh, mm, that's as bad as marshmallows. Like, you, you don't remember the word animatronic. You aren't going to think autoerotic. Maybe like, he guy really will. likes choking himself while he jerks it. You don't Maybe. know. He's probably, he was probably thinking of audio animatronic, which is the, like what they're actually called. And, mm. and that's where he got autoerotic. Yeah, Maybe. I'm sure that's what it was. But yeah, so being fair to some of the sequels, their, secu- their, their IT teams are whole rooms of people <laughs> instead of one guy who's underpaid and really upset about and it. And super disgruntled. If and your computer about guy it. is disgruntled and he controls everything, maybe you're like, hey, buddy, here's a little extra. Yeah, and nobody, and it's not just that he controlled everything, this is like nobody else knew what he was doing. And yeah. no one respected him. They all treated him like shit, like honestly. I don't know. I, I think, I don't think Nedry did anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he no, also I mean, pays for it dearly, so like you know, was the whatever. Whole shutting off all of the park systems so that many people got killed. Yeah, mm, that's yeah. fine. I mean, who really died? The lawyer? Who cares? Like Sam Jackson. Yeah, that's uh, a bummer. That that hunter. And uh, yeah, Crocodile Dundee. Yep. Yeah, and the guy in the intro. That's not. It's not a big well, that, kill count. The guy. Well, the, it's not the the first guy's not his fault. Yeah. Yeah, that guy, oh, that, that was just because they opened the door too early before the... No, they, it's not even because they opened it too early. It's because the Velociraptor threw its whole body weight at the motherfucker and pushed the thing back. Oh, I thought they were... I thought it was like... They no, were they to, told like, him to open it. No, no they told they're, him. They're he fools. was given instructions yeah. to open the gate. The raptor threw its body weight against the thing, moved it back, and then was able to have a snackety snack. Um. Though it did take them an awful long time to shoot her! <laughs> like, we're talking 60 seconds of that dude getting his ass chewed, literally, before well, I, deciding to shoot her. Well, because I think at that point, like, they were trying the, the stun guns I first. I mean, I and... understand, but his whole ass was chewed off. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, if if my ass is being chewed off by a dinosaur, please d- jump directly to shoot her, is all I'm saying. Fair, fair. Mm. But yeah, you're right. I, I forgot how, relatively speaking, like, there's not a ton of losses and like of them there's one named character that goes that we would kind of go like oh i like them who muldoon 
No, I think you meant Sam Jackson, but I was, I, yes, yeah, I, I like Muldoon. Muldoon. Yeah, I have nothing against Muldoon. Like, I, I love like Muldoon. He's a bad bitch. A, like, he, Sam Jackson doesn't factor all that much into the show until, you know, the scene when he's trying to debug yeah. Nedry's shit. Oh, he's he's, God damn it! <laughs> he doesn't even get to die, like, on, on screen. screen. No, there was he a cutscene. to be a pair of hands. Hello, there was Cut. a, uh, oh. there was supposed to be a lengthy death scene but appropriately, there was a hurricane in the middle of shooting. <laughs> they lost some days and they lost the set that they were supposed to do the Arnold death scene on. So they huh. didn't do the death scene. Well, mm. just 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 picture the deep blue scene one and you'll be fine. Yeah, really. The problem, I think, here is that nobody other than Nedry, none of the deaths were like deserved. Like, nobody was a villain other the, than... No, the Nedry. lawyer was kind of a scumbag. I mean, he was scummy, but, like, he was just, you know... he. If anything, Hammond should have got it, in my opinion. In the I book, he does. Well, I, I think... And also in the book, is like he's way more, like, actively a prick. Oh, yeah, yeah. As opposed they, to, like, a guy like who a, just lets shit get out of control. Yeah, like a, like a salesman grandpa. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, these people... They do deserve it because they brought dinosaurs back to life. Yeah, and and there's that scene where he's talking to Ellie about his flea, flea circus. circus. Oh, I yeah. love that scene. And it's a good scene, and, and it reminds cream. you that like that's what he is. Like he's kind of a flim flam artist. Uh, yeah, a, 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 a P.T. Barnum type character. You know, kind of dressed up in this, uh, you know, Sir Richard Attenborough costume. Yeah. But, we're reminding everyone that he, that's the actor's brother. Oh, I actually didn't know that. P.T. Barnum? No, no Attenborough. Uh, Attenborough. Oh, that makes more sense. That's funny. I'm really confused. What are we talking about right now? Attenborough is a uh, famous naturalist. Like, he does a lot of nature documentaries and Yeah, stuff. in fact, Jake and I just finished oh. watching, there's a new series, I think it's on Apple TV? Mm. One of the thousand th streaming services called Prehistoric Planet, uh, mm. which is a CGI nature show with dinosaurs, basically. They basically do, like, an animal kingdom, but or a, a planet Earth, really, is, is probably mm. better. They do, a, they do planet Earth, but, but it's, it's a, all CGI yeah, dinosaurs. it's like a fictional... Oh, yeah, fictional my friend mockumentary sort of thing my friend megan was just telling me about this yeah i think you're right that it is and I, had it, I had it reversed i had it reversed richard attenborough is in the movie david R. attenborough is the right, nature right documentary guy yes but they are brothers i had no idea until right now they were related i just figured it was a coincidence that's funny oh good for them that's excellent yeah because uh yeah jake and i just watched the prehistoric planet show narrated by attenborough and he comes in and he makes his spiel. And like there is science behind the, the, the show. A lot of it, I think, is absolutely wild speculation. Because when you actually go to like click on the dinosaur afterwards, you're like, how the fuck did they figure any of this out from one bone? Well, God that, damn it. <laughs> we were saying that throughout this movie, like so much like it's 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 hunting is based on vision. How can yeah. you tell that from a skeleton? Well, I also feel like a lot of the paleontology in this film, you know, is pretty dated at this point. It oh, was, exceptionally. It was, it was more accurate at the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they like, actually the time, got praise at the time. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, you know, that this is really before it was widely accepted that a lot of dinosaurs were feathered, for example. Yeah. Oh, I, you, think, you, I think we would have seen, like, feathered velociraptors if if uh, this had been... Mon uh, but they were spliced with frogs, and frogs don't have feathers. Yeah, I guess you could... I could be argued that 
Really, this is Beanie Wong's aren't doing. Like, these aren't like really real dinosaurs. They're kind right. of designer copies of dinosaurs. Well, yeah, I and think... they do they they address that in Jurassic World when they basically okay. say and they're and they're building hybrid dinosaurs and they're genetically engineering more dinosaurs to be cooler and cooler because because capitalism, which is actually one of the really interesting things about the Jurassic World movies, is how they kind of do a social commentary in the middle of this movie in which they're making lots of money. Hilarious. But they basically say, like, we made the dinosaurs people would have wanted to see, and we made them like they wanted to see them. Yeah, I was going to say, I never saw the, fir- the first one, the first Jurassic World, but I remember hearing that they had, they threw that line in there to be like, yeah, no, we, we gave people what they expected. Yeah, and you see some feathered ones in the new movie. Go see the new movie. Mm. Yeah, the new movie, so so just uh, my, my one comment on that movie is it, it's enjoyable, I would say. Yes. Um, it's... There's a there's like an underpinning of anti GMO bullshit, which I'm not a big fan of. Mm. Like the villains are like a oh they're Monsanto. Not, yeah, it's a it's a not very uh, thinly uh, veiled thinly veiled Monsanto. Yeah, I think so. That, that's the thing. Like Monsanto, definitely evil. Oh GMOs, yeah. not like you but, can separate the two. Yeah, and I think it's a matter of they decided to to like say hey, we can genetically engineer things so that we can be the only ones that survive. Yeah, which, I mean, don't get me wrong. I totally believe Monsanto would do that, <laughs> but... Yeah. And of course, the villain in the new movie is... Steve Dod- Jobs. Dodson. 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 Who uh, is the villain in this movie as well. I, you think he's yeah. the biggest goes, villain in this movie? It goes well, full I mean, he's, circle. He's, he's sort of the... I, I, I imagine, you know backstory that was dropped from this movie was that Dodson was already working for bio biosyn biosyn yeah biogen's a real company Biosyn. Yeah, i think they name dropped them at some point or at least it's in the book yeah, yeah. so that, that's like, that's the weird thing though is like in this he feels like he's just some random mook yeah i don't yeah, feel like the impression mm-hmm. that he's like the steve jobs of, of yeah he's, he's well maybe not gonna, it was the beginning of his um but that's it, like a, a random mook becoming the head of the company is just like kind of a stretch unless he was unless he was the company in the beginning and he was just building maybe like if he was still a bill gates basement job type type of situation mm. at that point i mean i don't know but yeah no it is funny though because i remember thinking that like all these things where they're trying it's like Okay, but how, you know, and like, even, even though it's, again, like you said, it's, it's now dated, but like, even the new stuff, it's like, how, like, what do we actually have? Like, I assume some of it is probably, you know, maybe you find a bunch of the same skeleton together. So you assume, yeah, they probably moved in herds because whatever. But yeah, I know like now they think, I'm not sure how, but possibly T-Rex was not in fact a major predator, but more of a scavenger. Yeah, like a big, big fucking vulture, like that stupid kid says in the early movie. Yeah, like waiting for everyone else to do... Oh, I thought he said big turkeys. Oh, he did say turkey. But yeah, like, they, they, apparently there's at least one theory now that says they just cleaned up the scraps later. They also think the little arms may have been tiny wings that helped them with balance when they ran. Oh, I haven't heard that one. That would look really stupid. Yeah, like, if they were very feathered, they think maybe the little arms were kind of like because, you, you, you know, people joke about that. These funny little arms, like, what are they for? Oh, they might have been for balance and nothing else. The pinky toe of the of the di- dinosaur. Or they're just, like, vestigial, right? You know? Yeah. Like, they might have served a purpose in an earlier ancestor and then just kind of... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thing they did do in this movie was they basically flip-flopped 
the size of the raptor and the Dilophosaurus. Yeah. Because raptors are actually known to be, like, they're very small. Or at least yeah. Velociraptors are very small. There's bigger raptors, but they didn't have cool names, like Velociraptor. So they made the Velociraptor big to make it a cooler villain or a cooler dino. And they shrunk down Dilophosaurus in size because they're, they're actually about that size that a, well, that a raptor would have been in the movie. So they shrink them down to make sure that they're visually distinct from each other. Mm. And then they add on the on the Dilophosaurus the frills and the spitting, which so that's not even that's not no basis in no science no whatsoever. fucking absolutely fictitious. Oh. oh Jesus, I never knew that's that. Like my favorite part of that dinosaur. It's such a good dinosaur. It's one of my favorite. It was definitely my favorite dinosaur in, in Jurassic Park. Uh, I think in the whole series, my favorites are the Compies because I fucking they're love so them. They're so cute. I want they're them to be my little so friends. They're so great. And Don't they think... eat little girls and they're the best. Well, they, the girl was fine. <laughs> I, the girl was fine. It's fine, no, but not, I still Not in believe. Jurassic World 2, Jurassic Park 2, doesn't a little girl get attacked by the Compies? She gets attacked. She gets attacked, but uh, someone says that she's cool. Someone gets fatally compied, but it's not a yeah, kid. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, what's his face? From um, Fargo, that guy. From Fargo, yeah. Steve Buscemi? No. no his friend. Fucking guy, the goo- he always, the goo- he always guy. plays William, yeah, he, William he H. Always, Macy. No, he's he always plays a like a goon in a movie. He looks like really Eastern European. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got fuck, the name here. What's his fucking name? Right, William H. Macy's in the third one. Yes, I have no idea which character he is. Uh, I know the guy you mean. Is, is it is he a Skarsgård? No, he's not a Skarsgård. No, fuck. Well, so anyway. too many. Is it Peter Storm Stormare? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that him. Funny. Yeah, it's funny. I forgot. Yeah, he gets zombied to death. It's great. I haven't seen this one in ages, but I also have not seen like I've seen it more recently. That like I've literally only seen two and three once each in theaters when they were new. I think I'm in the same boat. Though the third one, I like was making out with my high school boyfriend and don't remember anything about it. The third one, I remember being awful. But what was great was it was like the whole theater was me, a friend and like one other person. And we just sat there kind of goofing on it the whole time. So it was a terrible movie, but a fun experience. Yeah, this is one of those film series where the like the drop in quality from the first movie to all of the rest of them is just so incredibly steep up there with like Rambo and uh, Robocop. Yeah, well, like Jaws. So here, worse. So like, oh Robocop boy. two ain't bad. Rambo two is fine. It's just a totally different movie. Die um, Hard then? See, I don't even remember. Die Hard see, two was the one on the plane, right? Yeah, the, the impression I'm under is people aren't super keen on two, but then people love three. Let's well, go, Sam Jackson. So right? like, I feel yeah. Whereas with this one, it was like one, then two was bad, then three was worse. Like again, and I then, think, and then the like the following, like the worlds are just. I, I just think that they're so f- very different mm-hmm. from the original. All yeah. of them, really. So here's yeah, so just don't understand the Chris Pratt, like, Crocodile Dundee, like, oh, charming animal trick. I it's don't, so stupid. I don't fucking get like, what is that? Chris Pratt as, like, a straight action star. Like, I liked him as the Star-Lord in that movie. Yeah. Um, Guardians of Guardians the, of the Galaxy. Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I liked him as that character because that character's kind of doofy, you know, yeah. kind of the Chris Pratt type. Whereas But also character, ripped. Yeah, yeah. But, but his character in Jurassic World is not supposed to be doofy. But no. That's the thing. But the actor is just a doofy person by for nature. S- for some reason they've decided to it's weird. Like it's the opposite of so many other recent, like, you know. Hollywood tried desperately to make The Rock and um, 
Channing Tatum, like, very serious action stars. And then everyone realized, no, they're actually pretty funny guys, so let's let them be, like, fun action stars. And both of them, especially Tatum, have done way better since then. Mm. Whereas, like, with Pratt, he started off as a goofy action star, but now they're trying to make him serious action man. And well, it's like, the, what? The, just to be fair, the studios have put a lot of money into, like dechonkifying him so now they want to like well, collect it, on their investment i'm sure i guess but it's just like he can still be funny like again it's oh i know i'm not actually being serious i think it's yeah i know stupid it's just, but it does not make any sense at all to decide though like jake said that he's like serious action yeah i think he grows into the character more in the sequels but in the first one it just does not work for me mm. Yeah, it's yeah. why I give I give the Jurassic Park original a lot of credit because they they cast actors that were right for their roles and didn't yeah. really go with the giant names that you know were originally on their lists. And I can have the lists that I can show you, share with you guys, which are very fun. Because originally they offered the Doctor Grant role to William Hurt and Harrison Ford, mm. and I don't Wait, I who's don't William Hurt. I know John Hurt. Uh, uh, he... William Hurt's been in a lot of stuff, um, but now I can't think of the only thing I can think of is is. Westworld. The only person I think I know from Westworld is James Marsden. He's a... Uh, like, oh, and what's her name? Rachel Evans Wood? Question mark. Rachel Evan Woods. Evan Woods. Oh, no, I'm, mis- I'm mixing him up anyway. That's not who William Hurt is. Um, sorry. Uh, no, William Hurt, what the fuck has he been in? He's a know. wicked... That guy. Oh, God, I forgot. He passed away kind of recently, didn't he? Yeah, so I mixed him up with another actor entirely, so... He played... That Thaddeus Ross in Captain America: The Civil War, which I didn't no know they made a Captain is. America about the Civil War, but that's <laughs> that's kind of, kind of tasteless. But all right, been a ton of shit. Um, he definitely yeah, like I... would have been less distracting than Harrison Ford would have been. Oh yeah, yeah that would not have been the role. <laughs> Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones as Doctor Alex. Exactly. Grant. Yeah, because the great thing about Sam Neill and the great thing about Laura Dern is Ellie Sattler instead of, you know, some of the other actresses like Robin Wright and Gwyneth Paltrow and Helen Hunt is that they look like like Laura Dern and Sam Neill. They look like nerds. And I think that's so perfect because, sure, the two of them are kind of a cute little couple, but they're not like, oh, we're hot people kissing all the time, like Chris Pratt and, and Bryce Howard. Mm. Oh, we're so pretty and, and we're, we're the stars of this movie and we're giant, you know, movie stars in this franchise. Instead, no, they look like paleontologists. Yeah, yeah. yeah they no, look they're, like people. The pretty is reserved for Ian Malcolm. Oh, yeah. And he and, so is. Would it, was anyone else considered for that role? Oh, it's fucking hilarious because Jim Carrey auditioned for the role. What? Oh, God. <laughs> I would fucking... I'm so glad that that is not what we got. I'm so glad that he took Batman Forever or whatever instead. Jim Carrey. No. That would be Wrong. fucking awful. Like, Wrong. I, I can't, Don't I need to see his chest. Chaos theory, haven't you? I'm trying to oh, picture him attempting. Dude, he'd be awful. <laughs> I'm just picturing him trying to seduce anyone and it's not working. Uh, no. I, mean, I mean, again, see Batman forever and what a grand mm. pursuit you must be. W- was anyone else on that list that you saw? Jim Carrey. Jesus. They also asked Danny DeVito for some reason. Uh, oh, here's one. Uh, Sean Connery was considered for Richard, Richard Attenborough. Net okay. tracks. I mean, he's basically the same person. But yeah, yeah. like, yeah. I don't. I feel like this this movie doesn't need big blockbuster stars. Yeah. This movie needs the dinosaurs to be the stars, and that's yeah. perfect. Of course, that's the thing. We're all of an age where like 
we don't we that that part was lost on us, of course, because we were, you know, children. So this is the first place we know most of these actors from. And we think of them as bigger than they were at the time, because I feel like I feel like kids would recognize Harrison Ford all over the place. Oh, yeah. You know, no, that's true. No, no. What I'm saying is like. It's easy for us to kind of forget that at the time, these three were not necessarily like household names, because for us, they're like part household of our formative names. years. Yeah. Hmm. yeah I, I love think this. he's saying the opposite of what sort of what you were, I think, saying. I have no, I still don't understand what Chris is saying. But what I he's saying care. is, is that we equate these three actors as being superstar actors and household names because for us, they were because... They were in this movie. They were in, they were in Jurassic Park. Well, yeah, I, mean, I equate I feel, like, I them as like, the Jurassic Park people. Yeah, well. Exactly. That's what he means, I think. Yeah, Jeff like Go- uh, Jeff Goldblum probably would have been he famous was, regardless because he was oh, already. Because he's in Earth Girls in, Are Easy and he's great right. in that. Well, he'd been but, in some indie things. Well, he was probably the most famous of the three at the time. Yeah. That's why he got to have his shirt open. Mm. Well, that and. I don't actually think Laura Dern, this might be sacrilegious to say, I actually don't think Laura Dern is that great an actress. I like her in this. I, I, yeah, I admit. I liked her I in Star fine. Wars. I think she's fine in this. I did not care for her in Star Wars, but then again, I just oh, yeah, didn't I care forgot for that she character. was in Star Wars. I didn't care for that character in Star Wars. I, I honestly actually... I didn't actually, care for her in the new movie, in the new Jurassic Park, either. I'm uh, queer, so I'm required to say that I fucking love her. Because that's the rule. I, I've, I don't think I've seen anything else she's in, so I really don't have a strong opinion. But she's good in this. Yeah, yeah, no, I think in this, but yeah, her her more recent work, I'm not not a big fan of. And then like Sam Neill, the only other thing I can really think of from him is that oh, Event Horizon, Horizon? holy which shit, which is just which is just madness. He yeah. was in the Jungle Book, a Jungle Book movie that was made in the '90s. Oh wow, he was uh, one of the many people considered to take over as Bond in the '80s. Sam Neill, that really? would have yeah. been a way better yeah. choice than fucking. Uh, no offense to Roger Moore, but man, he would have been way better than Roger Moore. No, no, Moore was the seventies. Oh, he was. Yeah, he would have. It would have been him instead of Tim Dalton. Oh, that would Tim, be. Tim that Dalton would be fine. Great, Tim Dalton. I, I would be fine with it, but I also like Sam Neill. Then would have been with at least one really bad Bond movie. Right? Yeah, Tim, Tim Dalton from The Rocketeer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tim Dalton. Tim Dalton, unfortunately, would have been an amazing Bond, but he got stuck with... Shitty movies? One of the worst Bond movies ever made. Mm. Uh, And the other one wasn't bad, but you could kind of tell it had been written for Roger Moore and then slightly rewritten for the new guy. Like, he never got to have a... talking about Bond for some reason. Yeah, Yeah, sorry. I don't know how we got to Bond, but... We always do. Well, I have some Bond comparisons to make to Jurassic World, actually. Okay, The new Jurassic World. Okay, give it to us, and then I want to tell you a story about, about the, the child actors. Ish. Well, why don't I save it for when we're talking about Jurassic World, assuming that we're going to. We are going to. Then I'm going to leave it until then. Okay, leave it, and I'm going to tell you about about the, the kid actors, because originally in the book, they're flip-flopped, and Lex is the younger one, and Tim is the older computer nerd. Huh. And they oh, flip-flopped them that. because of the kid who plays Tim knew... Spielberg, because he auditioned for Hook, but was okay. too young for Hook. And Spielberg basically said, like, I'm going to put you in something, though. Trust me, I'm going to do it. And then he gets, you know, Jurassic Park and says, OK, here's what I'm going to put that kid in. Perfect. We'll just flip flop the characters. It'll be fine. Hmm. So well, they did that. Well, that's nice. because It would have been kind of cool if he was actually Richard Attenborough's grandson. Ah. <laughs> it, uh, you know, they, they make a, a, a lady hacker, which is a, you know, uncommon thing in movies yeah i mean i do think the i know this this oh, yeah. is unix is probably the worst scene in the movie 
Oh yeah, you know, I mean, it, it is rightly mocked. Yeah, but I don't hate way, her shape, for it. No, no, not her fault. She didn't write it. And I have a great quote from that actress, the actress uh, Ariana Richards, who plays Lex. The quote is, I was called into a casting office and they just wanted me to scream. So I heard later that uh, Steven had watched a few girls on tape that day and I was the only one who ended up waking his sleeping wife on the couch and she came running through the hallway to see if the kids were all right. Well, there we go. So good screaming on, on this girl. You got the part. You woke up a woman famous for screaming. But who's Spielberg's wife? Uh, fuck, I can't think of her name, but she was the love interest in Indiana Jones at the Temple of Doom. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. And a character Because that's that where is, they met, right? Yeah. Oh. And the character is often sort of lambasted for being there just to scream all the time instead of having a real character. Yeah, the, these kids who scream all the time, they probably had more character. Yeah, go oh, definitely. Yeah, Kate um, Capshaw. Thank you. Again, not her fault. She didn't write it. She just performed it. And again, actually speaking of, I will say, you know, uh, as Caitlin pointed out, the kid who plays Tim does a great job because I really hate him. And that's how he's written. You know, it's like it's not that he's bad. It's that he has a really good job embodying this really aggravating, clingy child. Yeah, you kind of he gets better as the movie goes on, though. How like Grant Grant's mo- like character development through the movie, which I don't know how much you needed, but it's fine. Was he starts off the movie detesting children, rightly so, and and like you know giant turkey kid. He's he try he literally threatens with a claw and wants to send raptors at this child, and he rightly packages so. him up from the island and sends him to his house. And by the end of the movie, he's a little bit more okay with children, which is fine. But you know you can you you can see from these two kids, Lex, who's fucking in love with him the moment she sees him. Yep. And the little boy and Tim, who the the first line, I read your book, is very, I like Santa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that's actually something I didn't catch until this viewing, that she kind of has a little crush on Grant. Yeah, I don't think I had ever noticed had it either. completely missed that. Oh, she does. I love, there's a moment where she trips when they're walking to, I think it's yeah. the Triceratops. She trips, and then he helps her up, and she keeps holding his hand with this knowing little smile, like, yep. I got to hold your hand. This is the first time I spotted that, this, this viewing. But it also tells me that whoever wrote this movie really missed a trick because everybody, all the all the girls of her age were actually fawning over Malcolm. Well, you understand, they, <laughs> they wrote a script. They didn't know who was going to get cast. I'm just so. saying. Um, I feel like they needed to have that part of that bit of character development for Grant, though, because I feel like otherwise he had no character. He's just a disgruntled nerd. Like he like the line he delivers where, you know, he's talking about, oh, wow, our jobs are going to be obsolete. We're going to be extinct because now there's dinosaurs we can study in the flesh instead of digging up bones. Like this is a man who all he wants is science funding. That's his motivation for this movie and for Jurassic Park 3 is there's no funding for the sciences. And I get it. (laughs) See that that's less true now though like there's i mean it's not that there isn't funding for the sciences there's probably still not funding for science right like if anything over the past couple decades stem funding has gone up in certain fields while everything else has been slashed dramatically how do we how do we uh, genetically engineer more gigantic mutant bugs to or locusts to take out our crops i still can't believe that's a major plot point in the new one Jesus. Well, it's, be- it's because they needed um, Ellie to be a, to be the driving force of the show. Yeah. And yeah. she's a paleobotanist. Yeah, she's a botanist. No, I know, but it's just like, 
The it fact- also sort of makes sense, though. You wouldn't take... It's not a huge leap that, like, well, yeah, the again, people who get get charge of the dinosaurs would start, like, using it for profit yeah, immediately. Yeah, it's a Jurassic Park movie. The, the main thing should be dinosaurs, not bugs. Bro, there are so many dinosaurs in this fucking movie. Don't worry about it. There, there's a whole Moss Eisley cantina full of fucking dinosaurs in this yep. movie. Yeah, there's the, the dinosaur flea market. Yeah, that, I, yeah. That, this movie, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Jurassic World Jurassic, 3, Jura- Dominion. Jurassic Wars. It was, that movie was a mix of Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park, obviously, maybe, Star Wars, and James Bond. Yeah, I would say my, my, my biggest complaint, because I think, I, I think they did okay with the movie. It was, you know, it was dumb. It was action. I think where they fucked up, they where they didn't stick the landing the f- the ending of the movie should have been a, a montage bloodbath. it should have been like a montage of news reports of the locust going out of control and then like ending on just like a shot of like hu- all of the human cities just fall into ruins and like <clears throat> dinosaurs walking through the streets wow and malcolm is right malcolm's the last one alive saying i knew it <laughs> yeah and so then it, in- it, it, just like ian malcolm in his space station like Doing the Mr. Burns thing with his fingers. <laughs> and I then in, found a way, did it. And then in 25, 30 years, they make a movie where the dinosaurs that evolved from these dinosaurs, the dino people, bring back humans Yay, from Amber and, you know. And that movie is called circle. The Most Dangerous Game. I will say, I've not seen any of the Jurassic Worlds. They feel probably as unnecessary as Jurassic 2 and 3. But they are better than the Jurassic Park 4 that was getting bounced around for a while. Which, among other things, involved genetically engineering dino-human hybrid soldiers. Oh yeah, that sounded stupid. That, that yeah, was a bad was idea. See, that really would have gone. I, that's the other thing. This was also very Resident Evil-y. And that would have really put it over the Resident Evil-y top. Yeah, that, that never came to fruition, thank goodness. Is that... I've seen some of the concept art. It, you know, looks like be a good video game, but in mm-hmm. a movie, you'd just be like, "How did we I'm get out here?" Of Chris Pratt. It's a dinosaur. Neat. <laughs> dinosaur. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dinosaur. Not nearly enough Mr. DNA in the Jurassic World yeah. movie. Mr. DNA. You know, deeper voice than I remembered. They did have. <laughs> there is a cameo of Mr. DNA in the first Jurassic World movie. Of course Yay! Yeah, that that was the thing when we were watching the movie. Uh, I was like, oh, they they kind of redid this scene in Dominion. Oh, they redid this. They redid that. It's like, Jesus Christ, did they do anything original? And apparently original was Locusts. Mm. Yay. And Clone Girl. There's also a Clone Girl. Yeah, they uh, they mentioned the Clone yeah. Girl. Well, yeah. If, if so Jurassic, mentioned the clone Jurassic World. world uh, uh, pitch meeting. Oh, right. Dim- Dominion. That's the one we just watched, right? Dominion. Yes, yeah. Dominion. Dominion is the one yeah. where the di- where the dinosaurs conquer the world. Dim- the one before it, which I have declared oh, should have been Fallen called Kingdom. Jurassic House, because it's basically <laughs> oh yeah, you mentioned this before. I think a big ju- a big Jurassic Park adventure that takes place in a house. Yeah, yeah. The whole like half the movie takes place in one house. Yeah, being chased by dinosaurs. You mentioned that. I don't know if you mentioned it on the show, but you definitely told us about that before. I don't think I did because I only watched it for the first time yesterday. Or oh, the day before. So it couldn't have been me. Oh, yeah. I definitely heard someone call Jurassic Park House before. Which I thought they did. Well, um, it was Jake in the future. Yes. There we go. Jake um, just now. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say this about the Jurassic World series. 
which we'll, we may touch upon more. We'll we'll see how we have no structure for this for this episode, but it's fine. <laughs> Is that the focus ends up being a lot on capitalism and mm. like you know the first movie the, the the premise is the amusement park is up and running and everything's great but the people are demanding more and bigger and bigger and bigger dinosaurs yeah. and because we want their money we're going to give them what, what they want and it's going to get out of control yeah that's fucking accurate well, like get also, on that but there's also the element in that movie of um militarizing the dinosaurs uh, yeah, militarizing dinosaurs which also comes up in um two two as well fallen fallen house yeah well didn't it it sort of came up in yeah uh, with the lasers the lasers uh yeah pointer trained uh raptors or whatever they were yeah exactly so yeah so there's that whole militarization thing is is a is a major plot point in the jurassic world i remember series. i remember when jurassic world came out there were actually some people some of the dumbest motherfuckers alive, frankly, who a criticism they had was like, oh, people wouldn't get bored and want bigger and better dinosaurs. It's like, have you met people? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, well, look. here's the thing. Like, you make them look more badass, but you give them, like, you cross no them teeth. with, like, you know, kitten DNA. Oh, wait, Dude, no, no be, way. Kittens Kitten. destroy oh, no. everything. Little dagger claws. Um, kitten and dinosaur DNA is how you get toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. I don't know what that is, but um, you could, uh, yeah, like cross with like a puppy, you know, something something very friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's an but actual make them look question: Look like a badass. Should they just have never made carnivorous dinosaurs? Because it seems like the herbivore dinosaurs never had a problem. They yeah, were that's... always fine. Every time we go and, and visit the Brachiosaurs, we have a great fucking day. Yeah, mm. no, that that probably is what they should have done. Tell that well, to Lexi why, like... after she got sneezed all over. <laughs> that's true. But, like, that's why, um, you know, when they when they mentioned T-Rex, everyone shot, like, you made T-Rex? And then when you have Velociraptors? Like, that, I think that was kind of the point. Yeah. Is that why did you make these very dangerous dinosaurs when you could have just made some that are, you know, less dangerous? Or, you know, the danger is accidentally being stepped on. Yeah. Which yeah. should have happened more. Didn't happen a lot. No. <laughs> that's what that's what they should do with the lawyer is like a big fake out. The T-Rex doesn't eat him. And he's like, oh, thank goodness. Then just brontosaurus foot. Yeah. Kind of like the opening of Monty Python. Just <laughs> that was interesting. Uh, you bring up capitalism because like there's the scene where the lawyer is talking about how much they can charge people. Mm -hmm. And $10,000. Uh, and uh, Hammond. Hammond is like. Oh, no, I want to share it with everybody. And it's like... Oh. Why is he Scotty? Uh, or stars in horseshoes. Yeah, I fucked up the accent. Oh, or Columini. Is he like a Columini? I, I, he's supposed to be Scottish. I just blew it horribly. <laughs> he's uh, actually he's Scrooge Muldoon. McDuck. Yeah. Clever <laughs> girl. But, yeah, again, I imagine that is a pretty big departure from the version of him in the book, who, again, from what I've read, is just the worst. Whereas in this, you're kind of just like, yeah, if I was super rich and created dinosaurs, I'd kind of lose sight of sense too i just feel like a you know what did what did he say like a kid in uh oh kid who found his father's gun uh i was gonna say kid in a candy store which is less threatening i don't know you get diabetes <laughs> mm, it's true very dangerous mm. yeah I, I and speaking of like science and capitalism and oh let's not talk about science because <laughs> why it would be way over our heads. No, I was just going to say, like, the, even my dumbass knows the science and this doesn't make a ton of sense. Oh, yeah. The scientists and the, the science in this makes zero sense. 
but I, I did want to just briefly mention, not harp on Michael Crichton's anti-science-ness. Oh, yeah, like what? Well, he was famously a global warming denier. Really? Yeah, he wrote a whole wow. book about it. Wow, glad he's dead. About how, you know, oh, global warming is just alarmist bullshit. What's the book? I think it's called the something something. Oh, yeah, that's that's, that sounds familiar. I'm, yeah. I'm sure you could Google Michael Crichton global warming and find find the book. It's a novel, but it's like, you know, social commentary about... Um, it's just a screed. Global warming bullshit. Um... So yeah, I mean that kind of colors these movies for me a little bit, knowing that the the author was kind of an anti science guy. Yeah, but it's it's nowhere in this movie. And I actually have to say, like, I know I was I was watching a video recently about how the cloning of the dinosaurs from mosquito DNA probably wouldn't be a thing. There probably mm. wouldn't be any, like even if you tried to splice it with other DNA, there is not. It would not work. It, no. it wouldn't minute, work with. It's not from mosquito DNA. It's from the blood that's the blood in the mosquito. That, yeah, right, the blood that's in the mosquito. The, mos- okay. the DNA you get from mosquitoes that have eaten some DNA okay. wouldn't fucking work. No. But in the movie... dried out or something. It's it's framed in such a way that as a, you know, especially you know, watching this as a kid, you're like, that makes perfect sense. I don't question it for a second. I'm not a scientist. No. And, then, and I haven't had, you know, 20 or however many years of extra, extra moving forward in sciences but it it just sounds like yes i am behind this this will work (laughs) well and dna like to the public at large was still such a new thing Mm -hmm. like you could pretty much just say anything about dna and they go that's probably sure yeah and remember now this movie predates the oj trial yes that's exactly the relevant thing i was going to mention well, it is relevant because it brought DNA to the forefront of a lot of people's oh, minds. Oh, okay, okay, yes, yes, good point. No, I was going to mention uh, Dolly the Sheep. Ah, oh, that yay! makes a lot more sense still, which, uh, yes. Which was, like, which was Cloning. a couple years, couple years after this. Yeah. Um, so. Whatever yeah, happened so to that sheep? It died. She was delicious. Yes. How long did she live? Uh, seven or eight years. Like, it wasn't like. Is that a normal sheep's span of life? Nah. I don't know. I don't know how long sheep lasts. All I know is that um, she's named Dolly because she was cloned from a mammary cell, and she's named after Dolly Parton. Is she really? Really? Yes. It's a big tit joke. That sheep live uh, 10 to 12 years. Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. Fuck, fucking, oh my, mm. And they say science isn't welcoming to women. Oh wait, it isn't. Uh, Jesus Christmas. Uh, now I'm upset. <laughs> yeah, speaking yeah, of, I was actually, six and a half. There were so many moments, and they do a better job of this in the worlds, which is kind of interesting to me. But in Jurassic Park and in the other ones, even though they say over and over and over again, all the dinos are female. We made female dinosaurs. They're all ladies. All Everyone lady calls dinosaurs. Them him the whole time. All movie long. Good boy. Good boy. And well, God that's damn because it. you see, cats are girls and dinosaurs are boys. That's, that's fair. The, the one character it makes sense with is, is Nedry because he probably hasn't been paying attention. But yeah, the rest <laughs> of them, it's like, come on, guys. I feel like Nedry's been paying the most attention. Well, he's been paying attention to stuff he needs to pay attention to. Also, something I thought was interesting is that they, they talk about that, like, that it's important that they're all female because they can't reproduce. And then. There's this whole thing about how life found a way and because certain frogs can change gender. And Alan tied his belts together. Yep. 
So, that, but it never is that really like two comes dicks? up. Like it's it's never actually a problem. Like it's not like they get attacked by oh, like by unauthorized baby dinosaurs. No, that's yeah. true. Like it's it's actually just like it comes up in the movie only to really show that like oh, you stupid scientists, come on, science bitch. But you, also, you got, you got it wrong. How did they never think? How are you going to be a scientist that's fucking with DNA and shit and not be like, hmm, some frogs can turn themselves into boys. Maybe we should not use frog. Like, how does that even happen? I guess it's because, like Malcolm said, like, you didn't fucking earn it. You just did it. And they didn't have to think yeah. about it. But it's yeah. like, really, that's kind of pathetic. And to explain, Ames, that that bit where uh, Alan has to tie his belt is, in fact, meant to be kind of like a little wink. Because those are the oh, because there's a male male seatbelt and a female seatbelt, and he's got two quote unquote female ends. Oh, that's oh, that's what those were. He ties them together. He improvises. He finds a way to make a seatbelt when he shouldn't have been able to. Oh shit! Mm. That is way too clever for this for a kids movie. (laughs) Not my observation. Something I read. That's still though. That's that's very clever. You know, I was going to ask... Clever seatbelts. I was going to ask if it actually was a kid's movie, but I feel like the presence of the two kids kind of makes it a kid's movie. I mean, and, was, and none I of the good heroes kid, die. Well, like, I did too, was, but that's because children love dinosaurs. It's not because it was yeah, necessarily it was age appropriate for me. definitely a scary movie for kids, I think. Yeah. Oh, the part where the dude gets it on the toilet? Because as a kid, I didn't realize that he was a scumbag. Right. So I you was just like, oh no, he's dead. That oh, no. sucks. See, see, I thought that scene was hilarious as a child. Oh, yeah, it scared me. He got eaten on the toilet. <laughs> like, he was on a toilet, so it's automatically funny. And even yep. by the age of like eight or whatever it was, I had already been exposed to the cultural idea that lawyers are inherently bad. That really mm. tracks with your parents. So like, yeah, it was just, yeah, yeah, no, he's a lawyer and he's on the toilet. This is hysterical. I was I like, think as a, and two or three saying, years, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Yeah, that's hilarious. Two or three years younger than you, so eight year old. There's too much too much talking right now. I didn't hear what either of you just said. I was just saying that I was like six at the time, and it mostly just scared me. And Jake was pointing out Ian's. When you gotta go, you gotta go. Great line, great line. Loved it as a kid. Auto erotic line, great. Yes. Um, I I, I love Sam Neill. Really, kind of like losing focus at one you know they're they're still you know they're wandering they're trying to survive but he's get caught up in this moment of oh they're like like birds evading prey and the two kids are looking at him like now's now's not the time buddy well it's after that it's actually when the t-rex bursts through and has one in its mouth and he's like look how it oh yeah the kids are like let's get the fuck out of here bro it's like alan jesus like wow not the time tim was the one being like look how it eats look at all the blood and they're like tim we gotta fucking go alan said look how it eats tim was like look at all the blood yeah okay two separate reactions both of them inappropriate both of them for men i only lex was correct yeah women inherit the earth How did the T-Rex get in the building? Because uh, they needed the, the end of the movie to door, happen. Jake. What the fuck do you think? Someone left the loading dock open. Okay. Do you want the actual story? Yes. Cool. Uh, so in the original script... <laughs> well, you see, it's a CG dinosaur, so it didn't. <laughs> that one might have been one of the animatronics. I, well, it was a lot of the time, but anyway, I was just kidding. Go ahead, Ames. I'm sorry for interrupting you. Do it. No, don't do it. Uh, yeah, so the original end of the movie didn't have the T-Rex come back, but, you know, Spielberg says the T-Rex has to come back because it's the T-Rex. It's the fucking star of the movie. Sorry, right. Sam Neill. It's the T-Rex. <clears throat> because the, what they wanted originally to happen was those those big skeletons hanging from the ceiling in the visitor center. 
Mm-hmm. They're actually like there's actually like a crane game that Alan would go use the levers and stuff to drop the skeletons on the raptors and crush the raptors that way so they'd live. That's oh, stupid. I, I feel like this sounds the, the T-Rex was the better idea. Yeah, oh, that yeah. sounds anticlimactic as yeah. fuck. Probably great Everybody for a was book, like, Steven, bad have for you a movie. ever directed a movie before? Right. And then that, I mean, and it kind of becomes a tropey thing where, like, every movie T-Rex becomes the hero. Yeah, yeah. Somehow. A little too much, but it's, that's the part that's definitely a kid's movie is. Yeah. Every ending shot of all the, pretty much all the movies is T-Rex badass. This bitch can do whatever she wants. Mm. She comes in, she eats somebody, she roars, there's your end shot. We love T-Rex. I, God. But we apparently don't love Brontosaurus. I love Brontosaurus. Brachiosaurus. No, wait. Brachiosaurus. Yeah, I say I love Brachiosaurus. You know that story about the second movie, right? Oh, I thought you were referencing what happens in Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, which you I, which you haven't seen. No, that is what I'm talking about. This oh, is the second, second world. Movie. God, this yeah, gets confusing. The fifth movie where they like kill that specific Brachiosaurus. Oh my god, I cried and I wasn't expecting to. It it's was like, horrifying. Well, and I guess because like they don't say in the movie it's the same one, but the director because apparently he's a fucking psychopath I was like oh yeah no no it's the same one i'm a horrible piece of shit yeah like i genuinely hate that man for that like what is wrong with you you sick little fucking turd was it trevor or was it the director that said that the director but he? uh apparently someone told that to sam neill in an interview for what he was doing about dominion he's like oh well that's sad because he hadn't known about that <laughs> That they like killed because off. Sam Neill didn't see those fucking terrible movies. Probably, well, I mean, even if he did, They're like not again, bad. they don't say in the movie specifically. It was something the director confirmed, like because he's a weirdo. But yeah, Sam Neill's like, oh well, that's that's sad. Beautiful creature. It's like well, it wasn't real, but I appreciate that you have sympathy, unlike the psychotic director. Yeah, the director they brought in. Okay, so this is this is a little more on um, Fallen Kingdom, which Jesus Christ is the worst one. So here's here's a, here's premise for Chris. Actually, you would love a section of this movie. It's the kind of the bookends that are terrible. Okay. Isla Norbo or whichever it is. The, the island where the dinosaurs are currently on okay. is actually an active volcano. Whoops. That happened to be in the Crichton books, but they never brought it up before. Right. The dinosaurs are all going to get killed. So let's go rescue a bunch, put them on a new island. Everything will be fine. This is the um, second one, right? Yeah, this is Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. Oh, and, and that's how they wind up in the new sanctuary, right? Then they give us that in a sound bite at the beginning of this episode. Well, no, this so, new they, movie. so basically, they the plan is that they're going to rescue, you know, they're going to do like a Noah's Ark kind of thing. They're going to rescue a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. And it's Zephram Cochran. Oh, yay! Way. Like Zephram Cochran, it takes over for. Okay, so the backstory is that Zephram Cochran used to be friends with with uh john hammond okay but but they had a falling out of course but now he's sort and like they and he was like uh an, involved in ingen so now he's gonna take responsibility for salvaging the the dinosaurs that are otherwise gonna get wiped out by the volcano so they bring them to his house but it turns out that his evil like mustache twirlingly evil assistant it actually has different plans, which is to bring the dinosaurs back and have an auction for rich people to buy them because, you know, evil rich people. Yeah. Um, so just rich people. Is what you're in, saying. The, in the basement of Zephram Cochran's house. <laughs> of course, it goes as well as you might expect. Sure. 
Um, they genetically engineer a new one. Oh yeah, that a, I knew. Yeah, there's there's a new kind of like Velociraptor slash asshole dinosaur that um you know eventually gets bit by T Rex, of course. But then I like, don't the, think it does. I think it gets killed by Blue. Yeah, I think so. But I think he also gets bit by T Rex. Maybe. maybe I don't remember. But point is, the way the movie ends. Spoiler alert. They kill the evil genetically engineered Velociraptor, and then all of the dinosaurs are locked in a room with filled with poison gas. Yeah. And, they're, and they're like, man, we maybe we should just let this go. Like, we should just let them die because, you know, there's dinosaurs no, were a mistake. There's no place for them to live. They're fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. Uh, and then we're in California right now. We can't just let them out into the streets of California, right? But of and course, then they did, wh- right? While, while as they make this decision, the little girl who's there is like, no, <laughs> I'm going to hit the open door button and free the dinosaurs. And she does. And then so that's the setup for the next movie where dinosaurs are just a thing now, like that live in yeah. nature. Yeah, which is an interesting premise. The thing the thing that I think Chris would specifically love, even yes. though this movie becomes a dinosaurs loose in a mansion hunting a little girl, which is fucking terrible. The thing you would love is at the end of the auction, when a lot of dinosaurs get freed, they eat the rich. And it's so fun, and it's better, like, social commentary than they tried in the fucking casino scene in Star Wars, because they don't, they don't bother swelling out. It's important that we're eating the rich, wank. But no, they eat some fucking, like, they eat the auctioneer, they eat, they eat this rich lady, and it's fucking excellent. Good, Good. I appreciate that. Sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Purportedly, it was a reaction to, so in Jurassic World, the previous one, they have a long extended scene of a woman getting mauled to death by pterodons. I read and, about that. And then eaten by a Mosasaurus, and holy shit, it's really gratuitous and unnecessary. Yeah. And she was a nice character. Yeah. And people were sad because she didn't deserve to be fucking mauled so horribly. Yeah, And they said, okay. Only rich people, the only rich assholes are going to get it in this movie. It'll be I, fine. I remember hearing about that at the time because it caused such a like, like, because it was just so like focused on it. It's like, it's not that you can't necessarily have a nice character get killed. I mean, then you maybe care a little more. But yeah, I guess the sequence was just well, really. It sounds like they turned it into revenge porn. Yeah, like That's drawn horrifying. out in a very deeply unpleasant way. Again, I, I genuinely, between that and the Brachiosaurus thing, I'm kind of wondering if Colin Trevorrow is just a sick man. The Brachiosaurus thing? Killing the Brachiosaurus at the end of Fallen Kingdom and needing oh. to specify that it was the same well, one. You said the... it was the director that said that. That wasn't yeah. Trevor Rowe. Yeah, Trevor Rowe's the director. No, of the of Fallen Kingdom? No, he wasn't. He was the executive producer. Oh, I okay. He apparently came back to direct uh, the third one. I don't think he did. No, I just checked. Yeah, he directed the third one. Oh, he did. That's right. I think they, they, they wanted it to be three different people, but I guess they didn't. Yeah, J.A. Bayona directed Fallen Kingdom. They brought him in specifically because he's a horror a horror film director. Uh, in the and house. the movie turns into a horror film with dinosaurs in a mansion. I see. That That's weird. What's weird? That they just turned it into a horror film in a house. Yeah, I mean, th- I think that's the thing that I got most taken out of that movie during because here's an easy fix. Easy fix because a dinosaur just going room by room in a house, going up on the room and then crashing through a window and staying in the house. Here's a fix. They go outside. 
you have some more dinosaur action scenes outside where it makes sense and you've got room for dinosaurs to run around because they, yeah. they wouldn't stay in a house. And then you can pull a The Shining and have a hedge maze, hedge maze full of dinosaurs. Someone give me money for this right now. That sounds better. Fixed your movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because also like all the scenes end up being, they're like, I know in, I think it's Fallen Kingdom where they had way more animatronic dinosaurs just because so many of them they had to actually like interact with really up close. Yeah. Which you can't do with CGI. Ooh. Like I, I get it that it costs more to use animatronics because you have to do a lot of setting up and they're constantly malfunctioning and all this thing. Mm. But it gives the actor something to act with when you have something right there. Well, especially then, like, oof, it really would have been... Nowadays, everyone's used to acting at tennis balls and being told, here's what's going to be here later. Mm. Like, back then, it was still kind of... Plus, putting the actors and the thing in the same shot that close together probably would not have looked good. <laughs> like, using using dinosaurs for the close-up interactions was definitely... Dinosaurs. Animatronics was definitely the right idea. <laughs> A question. Do we think the ability of some actors these days to act really well versus that tennis ball thing makes them better actors? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm going to say no, because fuck them. <laughs> it, it, it makes them better at a certain aspect of acting. of acting, but it doesn't actually make them better actors per se. I don't I mean, think I could do it. I don't think if you said, okay, now right here where this tennis ball is, is a dinosaur coming at you. Look scared. Ah! Yeah. Ooh, good job, Ames. That was very convincing. Give me money. I don't have any. For my excellent act. As you know, I have none, but I would if I could. I know what was famously, uh, you know, one of the first sort of, not CG, but uh, I know, um, oh, darn, what's his name from Roger Rabbit? Oh, Eddie Valiant. Yeah, Eddie Valiant's actor, whatever it is, his real name is, like, went through months of mime training Mm -hmm. to get him ready to interact with thin air. I think it just really requires a lot because, you know, you so much of what makes actors great is feeding off each other, feeding off an audience in some cases. But if you're literally interacting with nothing and you're still able to evoke something real, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I think not everybody can do it. So it's tough. Like, like I think I said before, when talking about Star Wars, when you watch like the behind the scenes footage and they're there like acting against a green screen, looking at nothing, touching a giant green mattress that's supposed to be a dinosaur or something like that. You're just like, this isn't moving making. What is this? What am I watching? This is just a guy playing with puppets. That's like honestly still one of my favorite scenes from the original Jurassic Park is when they're interacting with the Triceratops. Mm. Oh yeah, and she was realized- a big puppet. She was, and I love, like, when Grant's laying on her side and she's yeah. breathing. But we never get the answer about what's wrong with her. That's I true, realized, we don't. Which kind of bothered me. Like, I want to know what happened to that triceratops. She ate, she, ate the, she ate some bad some bad. Food. No, no, but they couldn't find any proof of that. They yeah, went, they dug they around went, in some They poop. dug through her shit, found no berries, and then they kept talking about, oh, it happens every six weeks. Was the yeah, what indication, was that about? Is the indication that she was preggers? Or something. Oh, well, no, I guess that's not how that's not how dinosaurs oh, yeah, pregger. Yeah, but give, well, no, and he care. said this has been a recurring issue. Yeah, every six weeks. Oh, I, oh, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe she goes into heat every six weeks or something. Uh, yeah, I just wish that I understood what was going on with that triceratops, man, because I feel very, very, very close to that triceratops. Yeah, that was a good one. And Laura Dern, I, you can say whatever you like about her acting. The tears that she literally cries during that scene—that's a great actress, right there. 
Yeah, and she, and also like extra props for for her and for this movie for just having a whole scene dedicated to poop. Yeah. Mm. Love she is it. literally elbow deep in a pile of shit. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Also, I just checked. Well, he didn't direct the second one. Trevor did write it, so it may have still been his idea. Swings and roundabouts. All right. Well, you, I, I asked several times if you mean the director or you mean Trevor and you, you well, kept yeah, saying thought, the director. I thought Trevor directed the second one until you corrected me. Oh, did it, so was it Trevor or the director? The director. Sure, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize they were different people. I don't know who Trevor is. He was no, supposed okay. to do Don't one of the Star Wars. Yes, yes, he was. But I guess that didn't happen. I think he was supposed to do the third one. The third one. Sounds the fuck. The Rise of Skywalker. The last one. Yeah, that was terrible. Did this? Did somebody already mention this? I can't remember if somebody already mentioned this, but that there was original. Originally, it was planned to use stop motion. For, oh no, I was going to though. So thank you for bringing uh, it yeah. up. Oh yeah, so bring like, it up. Bring it up. Yeah. So like originally. The effects house, it might have been ILM, I, I don't remember, but the effects house that they had hired stop motion animators to do the dinosaur effects. And they did a lot of like screen tests with it. And you can actually see online, uh, there's some videos of those early stop motion screen tests, and they don't look good. I mean, they, they look, look like, like um, they look like was it in Argonauts, you know, they look like stop or, uh, or, uh, they look like Robocop, Robocop 2. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, yeah, they were going to do stop motion, but then they saw those black and white dinos and those fucking terrible old movies where they look like absolute claymation yeah. nightmares. Like they looked like they were very it. well done, but apparently the, I think it was even the puppeteers saw like a demo or something yeah. of computer animation and were so blown away with it. Like they dropped their whole plan to do stop motion yeah. and like taught themselves computer animation and before uh, they go extinct before they go extinct and like yeah they, and then they well, became, we have to like, evolve says grant yeah they became some of the the top uh 3d animators like early in that industry yeah it definitely would have had that no matter how smooth you get it there's an inevitable jerkiness yeah, they're really jerky it and these dinos like... fucking hold up too yeah they look really good and i think that's partly the mix between like the cg is just used so sparingly in this movie yeah I feel like if they had used it more, it would, oh, it would like, not have. Well, yeah, like the 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 scene in the kitchen, I feel like is is pretty heavily CG, um, but any of the close ups, I think, are still animatronic, you know, practical animatronics or puppets, so it still works. Yeah, like even the, the computer. It, God. Good. No, go I'll let Caitlin go. Caitlin's been trying to say something for five minutes. No, I was just gonna say that I think that the. And I, we commented on this at the beginning of the film. I think it's the first Brachiosaurus we see, which is definitely computer uh, computer animated, is probably the least well held up of all of it. Because T-Rex holds up really well. Velociraptor holds up really well. Mm -hmm. That Brachiosaurus is a little rough. Yeah, yeah I, I, think, think, I think it's less that it is rough and more that the compositing is rough because it's it's a daylight scene. Yeah, exactly. And there's, and oh, there's, that's true. And there's people in the shot, so so there's compositing, uh, and I think that that's probably why that one looks yeah, it's the a little, weakest. Yeah, like the the lighting isn't quite there. The other ones are in darker scenes and they work a lot better. Yeah, which I mean, I get it. It was still a very nascent thing, and with CG, one of the hardest things 
really is getting the lighting right. They spend so much time oh, yeah. rewriting and perfecting lighting engines. and That's insane. It's so difficult. I remember reading once, like, you know, this relates less to dino. I'm sure it still applies to, you know, scaly skin. But, like, there was this big breakthrough for some movie where it was like, you know, we, we found a way to get it to sort of light skin more realistically because, you know, you've got multiple layers of skin and there's... Not just the top layer is reflecting light, even though we don't technically see the other ones, it still affects how light acts and stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's also the movement, too. Like, yeah. when we move around, we don't just move around. Our muscles shift. Yep. Like, our skin will, like, shake, like, a little bit as we move. I know I, know I certainly do, because I've got this layer of fat. <clears throat> like, the dinosaurs, when you see them move, they're not just stuffed animals moving around right they've got like muscles and they've got you know the the different textures that you know you can see from every angle like they look fucking excellent they do and the key part too with that is like not going to the wrong side of that detail line because i'm definitely not in jurassic park but like in other things you'll sometimes see where like people will really over animate those little details (laughs) and you're just like nope too much scale it back like, even if that's actually happening, we can't usually see it, and seeing it is weird. <laughs> like, when they over, like, animate human-style faces talking sometimes, you're just like, no? <laughs> no. Stop that. So, yeah, I mean, it, it really does, like, considering it was some of the earliest of that scale and stuff, like, it does hold up shockingly well. Again, though, thank goodness they used animatronics for the close-ups. Hmm. That... Yeah, I want to give a little extra props to Dilophosaurus, mm. who might be the only dinosaur in the whole franchise to not be at all CGI. I'm not, question marks, because I know she does reappear in Dominion oh. for the first time since Jurassic Park. So we don't, there's not enough Dilophosaurus because I always want more because I love her so much. But we see more Dilophosauruses in Dominion and they're also not CGI at all because they're just so close up the whole time. Right. And because, you know, they actually do like have to touch the thing that they're the only one definitely in Dominion that isn't CGI at all, possibly in the whole franchise. Like that mm. part, like that part is unclear based on my quick Wikipedia read. I, I am still like kind of bummed out to find out Dilophosaurus did not, in fact, have the neck rough. I'm, I'm... Or they or, or spit as far as we know. That's well, see that that, though, that I'll give them is like, because, again, you can't really tell from bones that they did or didn't, so I'll give him that. But the rough mm. thing, I'm... Well, the... I guess the, the frill. You can tell from, like, yeah, the frill. Bone or Sorry. something, I guess. Well, like, usually, like, sometimes, right, there'll be, like, an imprint of the soft tissue behind that you can kind of infer things from, so... Huh. Yeah, I think they did that to make her seem, like, more predatory, because I know, like, the paleontologist at the time basically said, like, she's got a very, very narrow mandible for a dinosaur. Mm. So it was like, how how does she fight and eat things? What does she, you know, what te- uh, um, techniques does she use to eat her prey? So they said, well, what if in the in this movie she spits? And that's how she gets prey. And they're like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes her seem more badass than just this kind of di- tiny jawed dinosaur. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I'm looking at that, and even before the the the, the frill comes out, I, I wouldn't feel like it couldn't kill me. Got I love the noises she makes. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, they're the, good. The sound of the like the sound design of this movie was great. Yeah. yeah. 
Like I have a list because on um, Wikipedia for, for Jurassic Park, they just have a list of all the dinosaurs you see and what real world animals they smash together to make the noises they make. Nice. Dilophosaurus, for instance, because she, I, I really love like the kind of like little cooing noises she makes. They combined a swan, a hawk, a howler monkey and a rattlesnake hmm. to wow. make her noise. Oh, yeah. The rattlesnake you hear when her frill goes. That makes mm. sense to me. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Speaking, Fully, man. Speaking, of yeah. course, of effects, I want to say that the, the famous drip in the cup thing was achieved by a guitar string under the... Under right? the hood? Yeah. Because, like, or at the, first they the tried dash. just... Yeah, they tried, like, just dropping a drop in, but it was too obvious what was happening oh, or something. Yeah, that, or that wouldn't work. It didn't have the effect they wanted. And then eventually someone somehow came up with attaching a string to the end of the side of the dash and plucking it. Yeah, that was smart. It looked great. Yeah, no, it did exactly what it needed to. And I love that. I love these simple, not simple, but these like... Practical? Practical, crazy hack things that nowadays it would probably be, yeah, we'll just CG it. Oh yeah, like how to make those cars look autonomously driven. I'm sorry, autoerotically driven. (laughs) Um, They hid the drivers in the trunk of the car and just had the steering stuff in the trunk of the car so that you wouldn't see someone's actually driving the thing when it was moving. That's That's uh, awesome. That that one, that's that's kind of an old... uh, They've been doing that one for a while. It's really hard, too, because you're like, usually the driver has to drive by a monitor and, like, they're not necessarily facing forward, you know? So even though the monitor, like, the camera's pointing forward, there's still this sort of disorientation of like, I feel myself moving one way, but the car is moving another and this and that. Yeah, it's like how I love when you go see like at uh, Disney World or somewhere, wherever they have like some kind of stunt show with cars driving around doing car stunts. Yeah. Uh, I know there were there was one that Jake and I saw in which there were like three different versions of the car. And when it would disappear behind something, a different one would come out and you wouldn't realize it was different. And there was one that literally was created to drive backwards because Mm. the whole interior of the car was flipped around so that the guy could drive the car facing the other direction. There you go. Without it being dangerous or with it being less dangerous. (laughs) With the the danger being cranked down a little. Um, Just a scotch. Yeah. Very tangentially related. Just, you know, like details and this and that. Like, the fact, you know, it's Spielberg. He's Spielberg for a reason. And, like, these things you maybe wouldn't have missed if they weren't there. But, like, when you do notice them, you're like, nice. Like, when they're climbing down the wall uh, during the T-Rex attack, there's just some there's just some moss on the wall. Because, of course, there would be, you know? And again, had it not been there, I wouldn't have gone, where's the moss? But because I spotted it, I was like, someone had to remit, think, oh, yeah, we need moss there and put it there. And it's like, I don't know, little shit like that. But like, what about, so I know, I mean, this, this, this inconsistency has been pointed out a million times before. But the fact that when they're on the road. At oh, the, God, this. At the paddock. The, the they can forest, see the goat. Yeah, they can see the goat. So the forest seems to be at about the height of the road. And then. Oh, yeah. Suddenly it's like a 50 foot drop. So that's that's a little bit of a... Well, aren't they further along at that point? No, it's the same spot, because they see, they see, they see the, the goat. goat. Right. They see the goat. Where's chain. the goat? Where's the yeah. goat? Eh. Yeah. yeah. So the, for, the forest floor drops about 50 feet during the course of that scene. That is true. Oh, in that true. scene, here's a, cute, here's a cute trivia item that I read that I thought was adorable. 
And that's that uh, Jeff Goldblum had suggested that his character also light a flare. And that's why, you know, so you got Sam Neill lights the flare, gets the dinosaur to go a different way to stop attacking children all the time. That's his, that's his character development. Let's not kill children. And Jeff Goldblum said, oh, I should do that too instead of just running away like Gennaro the lawyer did, because then my character seems a little a little bit more badass instead of fucking terrified of dinosaurs, which anybody would be. Hmm. Yeah, no, I think it, it what helps, because, I mean, up to that point, like, you like Malcolm kind of in spite of yourself, because he yeah. is, like, kind of slimy. So the fact that he does that, you're like, okay, there's there's a decent person under all the smarm. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to do what he's trying to do the right thing. It's not helpful right now, Malcolm. We don't need you doing this, but we understand why you think you want to help. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think that is better. I didn't know that was his idea. I'm glad because, again, it makes Malcolm way more likable. I mean, we already liked him before, but like, again. Well, he's also got his smarmy edge. Yeah, well, that's right, but that's kind of the funny. Like, ex Mrs. Malcolm. Yeah, you're like, like, oh, you're awful, but I want to fuck you anyway. What is wrong with me? Like, this gives him this edge of, like, okay, there's some humanity under all the, like, glib. Well, he talks about loving kids, so you kind of... Oh, yeah, he's got, like, it. 12 of them. Well, it's, yeah, he says it as as a lead-in to the ex-Mrs. Malcolm thing, and you're like, hey, do you actually like kids, or you just being goofy? He probably likes making them. Well, yes, and that's about it, it seems. Yeah, we well, meet one of his kids in the second movie. She's a gymnast. Lost World? Yep, yeah. Lost World. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the gymnast scene is probably the worst scene in and it's the, in the only, whole first trilogy. It's the well, only scene I remember from that movie. That and the Japanese tourist running away from the T-Rex. Oh, oh on, yeah, in, in the, the city? Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the Godzilla, Godzilla reference. Like, yeah. eh, was that necessary? But no, you're right. The, the gymnast. Gymnast? The gymnast stuff is definitely most frequently mocked in retrospect. Yeah, the whole bringing the dinosaur to San Diego seemed so stapled on. And I read that's because Spielberg knew he wasn't going to direct another movie. And they were just going to say, okay, the the next movie will only do them going to San Diego. And he says, yeah, but but I won't be here for that. And I want to do it. (laughs) Yeah, but that's pretty stupid. It is. It was very tacked on. Like, you feel like the movie has ended and they're like, no, there's more. I forgot Spielberg did the second one. He did. Ugh. Bad choice, Steve. He's been involved throughout. Well, like, yeah, I, I think he's gotten like last say on scripts an awful lot. I mean, he did also direct Indiana Jones two and four. So true. And man, AI. The, man, the man is not without fault. No, I mean, AI is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I remember liking AI. It made me cry a lot. There's parts of AI that I like. Jude Law's I, in it. I mean, maybe here's the thing. Maybe I would have liked it more had it been the movie I thought it was going to be based on the trailers, but it wasn't. So maybe that's my fault. I mean, it's just Pinocchio, but with robots. Yeah, which I was not expecting. Yeah. Speaking of Spielberg being consistent throughout the the franchise, another person who's been consistent throughout the franchise is their paleontologist specialist, uh, James uh, Jack Horner, who's been uh, like their consultant throughout I had no idea and, they had the same person. Yeah, and he seems, like, you know, very helpful in that in the very first movie, he convinced them, don't make the don't make the dinosaurs lizards. They're not lizards. They're more bird than lizards. So when you're mm. doing that, the raptors are going to do this flickering tongue thing. And he oh. said, no, no, stop it. Bad. No, that no. And then in 
Is it the second or the third movie? The second movie. So in the second movie, there is another paleontologist character that's based on a different paleontologist. Hmm. That paleontologist, Robert Backer or Bacher. And Jack Horner, our, our, our friend, basically said, okay, if you're going to base this other paleontologist in the movie on somebody else and, and, I don't, and I don't trust a lot of the science that he thinks is right, you're going to have the T-Rex eat him. <laughs> and they did. And the other paleontologist, Bakker, loves it. It was his favorite thing. He's like, yeah, I got eaten by a T-Rex. And that proves my point that T-Rexes would hunt people. And Jack Horner's like, no, they'd be scavengers. God damn it. Son of a bitch. I love no harm academic squabbles. <laughs> Some like something like that, where it's like it doesn't actually like hurt how the real world functions or students are taught or whatever. Something like that, which is just we're two academics who have very differing opinions and we're going to have a bizarre squabble about it. That So does that mean so is Grant based off their advisor or is there another guy he's based off of? I think Grant might just be. A, char- a character that Michael Crichton wrote. That, okay. that, so that I don't know. I wasn't sure because said, they said this. they based this guy on someone real. I wasn't sure if maybe Alan was at all influenced by. Uh, if they did, I don't know. Okay. But I, I loved I loved that detail. That yeah, that's he wanted, he wanted his, his rival to get eaten. That's, and that's good amazing. Him. Good to be the, not king, but advisor to the king, I guess. Good to be T-Rex. T-Rex. The paleontologist to the king. Yeah. Here's another random detail. So for Jurassic Park 3, and reminder, it's Jurassic Park 3, there aren't any bad guys. Jurassic Park 3, it's literally just we're going to rescue people from the island who got themselves stranded there like fools. That's right. Fucking fools. But the original plan was that Alan Grant has, you know, lost all his science funding as he's been, you know, dreading for years and years. And he's been secretly living on the island, studying the dinosaurs in real life because he's just become a... a an outcast from society. <laughs> that sounds like a way better Jurassic Park 3 than we got. It hmm. might have been. I love the idea of just like gone slightly mad living with the dinosaurs, Alan Grant. And then like a plane crashes on his island and he's like, what the Ugh. hell is this? I didn't want to see people again. Fuck, I'd watch that movie. <laughs> now I'm really di- like, again, I remember almost nothing about 3, but I remember it was bad. This one might have been Less bad? Maybe? Slightly Maybe. less bad? I wouldn't call three bad. It's definitely the least good because, you know, when, you, when you're up against Jurassic Park, the original, there's no, there's no nothing else on that level. Yeah. But I do remember really enjoying that three very prominently features Pteranodons. Mm, and they, th- eat, it- they eat the fuck out of a lot of things. Was that the first one to have pteranodons, or...? You glimpse them in Lost World, but they don't do anything. Okay. I think you see them flying. Right, because isn't there a whole, like, not ap- apiary, is that the word I want? Yeah. In yeah, there's a whole apiary in three, isn't aviary. there? Aviary. Aviary, that's yes. Yeah, in uh, three, yeah. They go in the aviary and realize we're in a bird cage, and yes, then Billy yes, gets yes, yes. bitten by, by dinosaurs for a while. Which is weird, because they have this whole aviary on the other island but not on like they don't have any avian dinosaurs on uh the main island they hadn't uh they hadn't have found their blood yet uh, or something or they just hadn't built it yet because there maybe. it did but i think Hammond I, did I, mention it was still kind of a work in progress yeah but i thought i figured all of the work kind of stopped after the the incident i don't know I, the impression I was under was just that they were possibly going to, like, 
prevent it from opening, but that work was still progressing. Because I'm sure they were still cloning dinosaurs and stuff. The labs were active, so maybe. Yeah, the there's a second island twist that they yeah. used for, to make the second and third movie. Brilliant. Just chef's kiss. Good job, guys. You figured <laughs> out how to continue the series. Well, couldn't they have just made it the first island, though? Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, why did it have to be a second island? Uh, they nuked like... that one from orbit. <laughs> when? They didn't. No. Oh, um, okay. I was like, when did that happen? No, dude, in, I'm joking. In theory, all the dinosaurs on the first island should have died because... Again, a line I completely forgot was the fact that they apparently made it so the dinosaurs didn't produce some protein they lysine? needed. Yeah, yeah, lysine? Yeah, there was some kind of chemical that they couldn't get, but... They needed vitamins or something. Yeah, but it turns out that was bullshit, because life found a, found a way. Yeah, yeah. It is funny that they were suggesting, what about the lysine protocol? It's like, Sam, no offense, buddy, but... There are immediate issues that waiting for these dinosaurs to die from a lysine deficiency isn't going to solve. <laughs> like, how long will that take? Eh, a couple of weeks? Okay. Plus, I, I think, I forget if it's in the second movie or the third movie or somewhere else, that they basically say, oh, to counteract the lysine deficiency, they've been eating X, which has lysine in it, and they found it in the island because we didn't plan. We didn't fucking plan even a little bit. <laughs> no, no. Well, as Ellie points out, like... You pick plants because they were pretty, but some of those are poisonous. Yeah, they, but they also, so there's also a point before they even realize that there's dinosaurs, she's just amazed that she found some plant that should yeah. be extinct. Yep. Which. Which was uh, bitten by a mosquito. Yeah, right? right. Which I'm like, where? okay, so where did this extinct plant come from? And it's never brought up again. Well, see, no. one of the mosquitoes. <laughs> after a vegisaurus. After dinner was going home to its mosquito partner and got a little bouquet of plants mm, to uh, present them on their birthday. Could you find plant DNA just in amber as well? Maybe. Maybe that might be a more direct to believe. I know, and this was when I was uh, reading it or watching a video on the, um, the whole amp mosquito and amber thing and how that wouldn't work. There actually is a bit of dinosaur tail that they found in amber yes. somewhere. Yes, I remember Ooh, that's that. That's kind of cool. Are they going to make some clones from it or what? They already have. Really? No I, no, I doubt it. I don't. That's the thing. And that's a part of the proof of how like DNA from 65 million years ago would not work today. No. Like you'd have better luck just like building one by artificially making the DNA strand yourself somehow. Okay. Do it. I was reading somewhere that there's a lot of talk about do we bring back some mammoths? Because we mm. actually do have more recent DNA from mammoths that are that's fairly intact. You can get a mammoth burger. No. So, yeah, to, uh, say, to eat or like what? Why? why to release that? to release into the tundra because if they start walking around in the tundra, it's going to reshape the the the, the, the soil and you know depending on how they eat the grass and how they walk around, it would make that area different type of habitable area. Oh. See again though that that feels like. You know, the condor argument. The huh. condor is going extinct because of us. Damn it. The mammoth went extinct. I mean, I'm sure we hunted them for a bit because there was some overlap, but not enough to destroy the species. That was more... I'm pretty sure that's pretty accepted that, like, mammoth were kind of hunted to extinction. They were? That's I feel like I've heard that before. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. In that case, sure, bring them back. Never mind. Yay! Ever more by mammoths. Objection. Yeah. I mean, bring hunted to extinction by, like, you know, people 
40,000 years ago. It would be pretty easy to do, though, when you think of it, because if mammoths have a life cycle that's like an elephant's and they have a birth cycle that's like an elephant's, they're only giving birth to like one one baby and it probably takes like 12 months or more. So it'd be probably pretty easy to take down that population yeah. quickly. I, so here's what here's though I think would be easier than cloning mammoths. Just buy a bunch of really big fur coats to put on elephants <laughs> so they can then just go to the tundra but not freeze. They'd look so fashionable. They would. Well, well I imagine that's what they would have to do though is is like cuz you I don't think you can just I think you'd have to like splice it with elephant DNA. Like I don't think you could just like straight up clone mm. a uh, a mammoth, but you might be able to create a mammoth elephant hybrid if they're mm. closely related enough. They certainly look the same. It's, a, it's like a it's a slightly less interesting Jurassic Park. Just fuck ton of mammoths park. Hmm. You bring bring back some saber tooth cats. Oh no! Meow. Now now you're just making live action Ice Age. Stop it. <laughs> you got any giant sloths? Definitely Someone call that. Ray Romano. No. Ma. <laughs> oh God. All right, we've been going a while. Uh, anything yeah. else about Jurassic thing? Okay, I want to ask everybody. Well, because you're all here, and why not? What's What's your favorite dino? Ah, oh, fuck! I should have realized you were going to ask this. <laughs> I haven't thought about dinosaurs in so long before today. We just today. watched a movie this morning. I said before today. Without a doubt, Ankylosaurus. Oh, yay, that's a good one. They're so cute. They are cute. They got that hammer tail. Oh, that's a good they one. They got spinies. Oh, is that the one that's kind of like a, like a turtle shell on his back? Sort yeah, of the armor. Sort of, yeah, 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 yeah. I like him. That's like a good him. one. I'm going to go with him. I like him. You're going what? with him no, too, you Jake? Can't. I'll pick him. All oh, right, I fine. like him. Fuck, hold on. Shit. Let me, let me Google. Keeping dinosaurs? List yeah. of dinosaurs. Oh, what, there's so many. That's my favorite dinosaur. Like, uh, too many. The, uh, Stegosaurus. That's a pretty good one. Stegos oh, are fun. Yeah, yeah. Got a nice spiny back. Yeah, Can Stegos say- were not in Jurassic Park, but they, due to popular demand, they brought Stegos into the second movie, uh, Lost World, because yeah. people demanded Stegos. Why weren't there any Stegos? Well, I mean, it's a good question because there's like basically every kid gets their sort of dinosaur pantheon, more or less, I would say, from like the Land Before Time. Mm. Right. And then you may branch out and find other drugs. But in that, you've got, of course, your long neck, your three horn, your stegosaurus, your pterodactyl (laughs) and whatever the fuck ducky is supposed to be. A duck. She might actually be like almost a compy because she's tiny. But she was going to grow bigger, though. I thought she was going to be a, a Parasaurolophus, like the Voth people. Is that what she mm. is? I have no idea. But the point is, I feel like those four, aside from Ducky, are like the most recognizable dinosaurs in the pantheon of dinosaurs. At least they were when I was a kid. And they did show us a Triceratops, and they did show us a Brachiosaurus, and they did show us a T-Rex, but they never showed us Stegosaurus. You know, I guess now looking, just kind of glancing at dinosaurs... <laughs> I, I don't know if this is actually still the case. I, I need time to really stop and think. But now that I'm thinking about it, when I was a kid, I was super fond of pterodactyls. So I'm going to say Yes. That. Oh, they're great. See, I, I, that's that's a good point. I remember really loving pterodactyls because of Land Before Time and because Petrie was so fun. Oh, Petrie was fun. Yeah, Petrie was definitely well. Petrie was definitely my favorite from Land Before Time. I think from from Jurassic Park, my favorites were the Dilophosauruses. Because of the frill and knowing that there's mm. no frill. It's like, I still love them, but but do I love them as much? I don't know. 
And in general, I'm just a big fan of uh, of Comsognathus, the the compies, because they're just so cute, and they and because and because they eat little girls. So anyway, yes, pterodactyl. Go with pterodactyl. That's a good choice. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of good ones. I know, like I'm a sucker for all these movies, uh, regardless of if they're any good or not, just because I think dinosaurs are super cool, and it's really fun seeing them, and they do so good with the CGI for these dinosaurs. Mm. Last was it last year, Jake, that we went and saw uh, Dino Safari in Boston? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was. It was just a you. You walk around Faneuil Hall. They might still be there. I'm not even sure. No, I think it was a traveling. But I also uh, think it's it's back in Boston at some point in the not too different distant <clears throat> yeah. future. I just don't think it's in the same place. Okay, well, I I recommend it. I think it was a, a lot of fun. Like life size animatronic dinosaur puppets that you just walk room by room and see them, and they move a little bit. Some of them don't move as much. Some of them don't move at all. And there were a lot of the dinosaurs that we recognize from these movies in there and some other good ones. So definitely learn more about dinosaurs. Oh, that weird thing that I, I just looked up. The Therizinosaurus. That big thing with the long-ass claws from Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, was that thing real? Yeah. I assumed it was like the spliced up thing <laughs> since they were talking about... Making fake dinosaurs. I assumed it was a fakie. Nope. In Dominion, they specifically only make more realistic dinosaurs, which is why you see feathered raptors in in their park, Hmm. in their little sanctuary. And also to shut up the fucking... Shut up, nerds! God damn it! We we didn't know they had feathers when the movie was first made! Shut up! (laughs) You know what happens to nerds in these movies? They get spat on and et. Yes. No, they wind up knowing how to use Unix. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Touche. They had no idea that was a real thing. Those big claws were ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. The I remember in the in the safari, the animatronic of that thing, it barely fit in the room. You basically had to like go to the farthest edge of the room to be able to see the whole thing in, in like in one you know, get get it on your camera because it mm. was so big uh and so weird and just it, I think they also had like the the way that they did like feathers and hair in the safari was a little odd because it looked more like they threw like a little woolen blanket over them instead of actually put fur on them. <laughs> but I remember seeing that thing and being like, what the fuck are you? You look fucking terrifying. Mm. A lot of mega... I, that's the thing, I feel like megafauna in general just, you know, like like giant sloths, like six foot tall sloths. Real, you know, modern sloth, adorable. Six foot version? I might shit my pants. Well, especially with their huge claws because yeah. sloths have really big, long claws too. Yeah. So you figure if they already have like four inch claws, if they're six feet tall, yeah, which is like four times bigger than they are now. Although those claws are mostly for tree climbing, and I imagine the giant ones maybe spent less time in trees. I don't know, man. Nope, always in trees. Fair. The trees were bigger back then, too. True. Yeah. Everything was bigger. Yeah, like Texas. Especially the earth. Wait, no. I, I think I think we're about done talking about dinosaurs. Yes, yeah, that's what it this is kind of this is less, less Jurassic Park and more dinosaurs and occasionally one of the Jurassic movies, which is yay. Fine. We love dinosaurs. Who doesn't? Maybe Colin uh, Trevorrow. I don't know. He's made a lot of money off of dinosaurs. True. True. Sure, he's fine. Not in the real world, but certainly I'm sure in the world of Jurassic Park, Tim now studies anything but dinosaurs. Mm, true. True. I doubt he's it. He's had his fill. Yeah. No. He no has. No way. He still loves them. He has moved on to anything else. Maybe he becomes Chris Pratt. 
Speaking of moving on to anything else, all right, let's start. Let's start taking it out because also it's very hot today. I want to turn my air it conditioner is. back on. Yes, yes. I am sweating into this chair. Mm. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be moving on next week. We're going back to doing more Star Trek: The Voyager. Woo! Episodes next week are going to be, I believe, displaced and worst case scenario. Let's go with sure. I think that's right because I don't have my notes in front of me, but I also know we're almost done with season three of Voyager, and which is bonkers. It has been a ride, guys, and you know we're we're looking forward to covering those with you. Yep. So keep following us right here on whatever podcast application you're listening to. I use SoundCloud. You can use whatever the fuck you like. You can also follow us on the Facebook. You can follow us on the Twitter. You can read all of our excellent blog posts. This week we're taken off because we went to Dinosaur Land. But if you go to our Tumblr, SSHB Podcast, we've got lots of great content up there. We've been talking about all of our favorite characters from individual alien races in Star Trek. It's been a whole lot of fun. And just the whole Tumblr page in general is just full of lots of fun. So make sure you're following us there. And make sure you come to the Dinosaur Land with us. Life found a way. This has been Ames. This has been Caitlin. This has been Jake. <laughs> this has been Chris. Like <laughs> being a dinosaur? No, it's no, that that's crazy that laugh Jeff Goldblum does. Oh God! That okay? I thought you were being a dinosaur. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Chris, be a dinosaur. <laughs> Come on.